Welcome to Sneaky Athletic, your third favorite podcast. This week, we have our regular segments, Beef, Lifestyle, What the Feed, Google This, uh, Gotta Talk, Last Dance. Uh, two pretty good episodes, in my opinion. Let's see if mm-hmm. Alex come around. We'll have to get to that. Uh, then we're going to do a little draft recap. You got anything else? Snack bracket, of course. Yeah, that's about it. That sound right? Okay, so uh, before we get to all that, want to give a big shout out to Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Make sure to check them out. Uh, their episode, as you guys know, drops the day after ours. So make sure to check out them. They're available everywhere, I think. Um, and then a word from our sponsor, the boys at Fertilizer Service Company. Uh, you know what they do. Uh, and they're out there working their asses off. So they're located in Fairfax Mo off Highway 59. You can hit them up at 660-686-2402. Uh, they got you covered on all your fertilizer needs. You guys know, as always, they're keeping God's country as good as she grows. All right, let's get started. Miles, my soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. insane how much tony romo loves to call a shot he likes pointing yeah he's a big pointer uh right now we have on the tv the monday week five monday night football game between the dallas cowboys and the buffalo bills i guess it has a, a crazy ending it's not a bad game but still tony romo threw four interceptions in the first half playing well yeah uh, but somehow the game's <laughs> close because the buffalo Buffalo the Bills, Bills are so bad. Who do they have at quarterback? Somebody, something Edwards. Trent Edwards. Trent Edwards. Yeah, I didn't know who that was. They have Marshawn Lynch. Though. I still don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have uh, Ron Jaworski, Tony Kornheiser, and Mike Tirico on the call. Yeah. Tirico, I mean, he's good. He's always been good. Kornheiser is... Ugh. Kornheiser is like... They're trying to do... Sometimes I forget that... Monday night football just changes all the time. Like, you know, you just have recency bias. And like, I forget, even forgot that they did like Booger, Tessator and Witten. Like they, I forget that they do three man crews. Yeah. Like I just don't even think about it. They always have to have a stinker in there. Kornheiser. I mean, yeah. Jaws is not doing that great. He's better than Kornheiser by a, a leg. I guess. I don't know. I, I'm not really the biggest fan of either of those two. I mean, yeah. I don't mind Kornheiser's, Kornheiser in PTI because that's like his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, he sits there and debates Will Bond about who has more famous friends. Well, that's the thing is whenever he's doing this, he's like, you know, doing these eloquent points that like, I'm not here on Monday Night Football for you to give me an article on Monday. True. They're both, they're trying to like add in a lot of facts. There was like, at one point in time, we were watching this game. And there was like 45 seconds of silence, which mm-hmm. would never happen today. But there was just like a whole play went by, basically. They didn't say a single word. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. <laughs> so what are you mad about this week? I am mad about people not doing everything that they want to do. Okay. I'm not saying go outside the rules of quarantine, but just like be yourself. 
Is that a lifestyle tip or is that a beef or is that all wrapped into one? I, that is my beef. Interesting. Well, honestly, they're probably interchangeable. Okay, what's your lifestyle tip? It is like aggravated me that people are limiting themselves and part of getting to be your best potential is watching the pros. And that's my lifestyle tip is watch the professionals at whatever you want to do. Okay. Whether it's you want to be better at golf, you want to be better at writing, you got to watch those people and figure out what are they doing? Yeah. What are they doing that I'm not figured out? Interesting. What you got? So, oh my God, this game is out of hand. Um, So my beef is my own body because it's falling apart. No shock. Yeah. It, I just need to like, I need, I've realized now I, I need to at least start doing some like push ups and setups and like stretch more. Just now. Cause we're now you're yeah. realizing it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm actually, I'm the most Better physically active I've been True. in a while. Who's currently. that? Who's that? You know, who am, like introduced that to you? Why are you now more physically active than ever? Oh, I started, I took your advice and I started watching Paul Macbeth. Oh yeah. And what does he do? Throwing the disc off around. And who got you to do that? Uh, Her name's Lauren. Oh. She asked me to go uh, with her and her brother Chris. No, Alec and I have been disc golfing a lot. A good amount. And I think it's the best, one of the best things you can do during quarantine. Absolutely. Like I think it's the safest it follows the rules the most of like all the CDC guidelines and things. I mean, mm-hmm. you're touching your own disc. That's all. You're, I mean, I go with you or maybe somebody else who I'm normally around and I don't go near anyone else. Well, if we were worse, we probably would. Yeah. But it's not to brag, but we're uh, getting up there. Oh, some of us. If my body wasn't failing, we're doing okay. Honestly, we're not. My good. shoulder is just killing me. My lifestyle tip. Yeah, what you got? Similar to yours. I I think people should go down new pathways they've never gone before. Now, what I'm talking about hmm. is I've become a mustache guy. Oh, I thought you were talking more disc golf. No. I'm I'm until Monday, Sunday night, I'm fully mustache guy. Let me give you a lifestyle tip. It's not a good idea. I, I like it. I just honestly, I'm sure you do. It's because I just forget that it's there. And so I don't really know until I Everybody see it. Everybody else who has to look at you remembers every time. Oh, yeah. It's nice. It's like it's I, not. It, I, I don't want to talk to people. I've already said this. Do you know when you look at someone and you're just like, that's a visually a pleasing person? I'm the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one ever considers that when they look at you with that mustache. Perfect. The less people that will come up and approach me, the better. I mean, if that's your goal for right now, sure. I've literally talked about how I don't want people to come near me while I'm on walks. I don't mm-hmm. want to have these little conversations. That's why I like quarantine about this. Like, it makes it so easy for me to just get away from people. And like, I don't want to have this little like small talk. Just leave me alone. If this mustache helps, the more the merrier. Chandler's a little elitist. If you haven't caught up on that what or listening already. I, I don't think it's that. I think it's just like I want my own personal time to be my personal time. Huh. So all times your personal time. Whenever I decide that it is. Interesting. Hmm. So does Michael Jordan. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Uh, give me your what the feed. 
Asshole knows an asshole. Uh, my uh, what the feed this week is ASAP Rocky talking okay. about he credits himself for introducing everyone to the Air Force One Jordan shoes. That's that's a bold take. My thing is, is he really has no claim to this. We all know who started the whole Air Force One pandemic, and it is Nelly. Um, little little chirp. Little chirp in the headphones. Y'all get to. Mm. YouTube is not gonna like this. I mean, that is the absolute jam of jams. Whenever you talk about Air Force One bangers. It was more of an Air Force One, but yes. It's all the same thing. It is. I, I Our, mean, they're... Air Force Ones? Racist. That's what he said. Racist. That's not racist in any way. Uh, the song title name is Air Force Ones. I know what you're trying to do here. If he said Air Force Ones in the song, it, wouldn't have, as, it wouldn't have as good of a flow. He does. The flow. He had to switch it up. The enunciation of a word is not switching up. The actual word. Iron, earn, and iron, earn is still Aaron earned and iron, earned. So when somebody says read and somebody says read, it doesn't change it at all? So those are, oh, oh, good word. Good mm. counterexample. Here's the thing. English is a trash language. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I always have that one to fall the back on. Post. Yeah. Old, old fucking Clay Travis over Do there. Do you have another one? Do you have another counterexample to that? I'm sure if I The read here. one was really good. I will say that. I'll admit to that one. Read and read. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a perfect example of how yeah. the English language is fucked up. Yeah. Oh, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Well, there's read, read, and read. Just take out the A. All right. So go on to what you're cheating on this week. I just know what I'm cheating on. I'm just, you've been cheating oh, so far. Okay. I just figured you'd um, you know, slide through well, this Well, my one. what the feed, I was just going to talk about Kim Jong-un. Oh, you're just coasting through another one, huh? Is he alive? Is he dead? I, I don't know. I almost made him my what the feed, but I didn't have any good information. <laughs> I don't either. I just want to talk about, I did, you know that office bit where it's the, uh, the Chinese surgeon who's in the warehouse? Um, I hold, what are you talking about? The office bit where he's like, uh, Chinese surgeon or heart surgeon. Number one. In North Korea, heart surgeon. Number one. Steady hand. One day. Kim Jong-un. Need new heart. I do. Operation, but mistake. Kim died. North Korea, very mad. I hired a fishing boat. Come to America. My big secret. I kill Kim on purpose. I get surgeon. The best. <laughs> I, that meme did make me laugh a lot. I who I also all these like. Are we trying to draw the line on who's more? Uh, you are okay, but you want to move the goalposts so it benefits you. Uh, I've also seen you know there's like the K-pop stands. I've seen him make the videos for the his daughter or whoever's about to inherit uh, his niece I niece or I don't I don't really know the the uh, family ties in North Korea. Well, honestly, you probably should. We should probably study it like Greek mythology. Well, because they consider it the same. I should probably be more informed, but I don't well, know if I'm going to study it. Like I don't Greek know mythology, if knowing all those which things I is more informed. Well, who's going to be the anyways, I digress. They're making these like stand videos for her. It's 
I, I must, Twitter is such a weird fucking place. I must be Korean the way this K pops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a fire tweet we saw this week. If you uh, are not on the Twitters, what's your Google this? My Google, what? You just gonna skip me? Or what's your what, what the feed? Oh, Kim Jong Un. We just did both of them. Oh, all right. Sorry, I'll Ooh. get on it. So that's two minutes in the penalty box. Go ahead and put me in there because I cannot read my own handwriting. Oh. Mass paratrooper drops. So we've been talking about planes, World War II. This has been kind of like every other week, what the feed or Google this, at least for me, conspiracy theory, SAPMDB. We've been talking about World War II every once in a while, right? So I went a little into how the paratroopers initially dropped. So they just hopped out on top of the plane. And slid right off the wing. Yeah, shit was crazy back in the day. <laughs> it's just absolutely nuts. Like now, it's also like we have a huge parachutes hanger. were just like cloths. I mean, like what the material that actually makes up you're the jumping off. I don't get me wrong, that is an issue within itself. But jumping off of a plane, people do that all the time. Off the top of a plane, people jump off crazy. There was wing walkers. I'm saying, like, what's actually bringing you down to the ground is like a bed sheet compared to like nowadays. Okay. It's like yeah. parachute grade. They have you're like one of like 50 to 75 people who are just jumping off the top of the airplane at like the time. There was just okay, a calculated yeah. risk. That was right. put back then, they're like, all right, so chop the top 5% off, they're dead. Right. Like, that, that's just what they approached it with. Like, I, I don't you know. You better what, hope your grandma's really good at knitting. Or, like, you, I don't know if they packed them themselves too. It's like, some of that stuff I have so many questions about. Like, what was their technology like at the time of like, did they have a specific pattern? I'm sure they did. Cause now it's like you fold it in a specific pattern so that it deploys correctly. Huh? Whereas like, I mean, like the first one who did it was just like a bunched up claw. You gave me more questions about the paratrooper dynamic. I have a lot of them. We should have a paratrooper on. I, any paratrooper out there that wants to come on. Welcome. More than welcome. So my Google this is I, I you may have saw it the old krogan man so this was found in let me pull it up pause for effect yeah craziness dallas just got a a uh oh did he fumble it big interception okay so the old krogan man a preserved body over two thousand years old i'm showing the picture to alec right now not oh not the Culligan man, not the Kroger man. The Krogan man. Krogan. Yes. So uh, the, you know what you should have said? Go ahead. Tell me. Top body tank top. Is a crop top. Yeah. It's literally a human crop top. What you can see is like, it's like perfectly hands, but the rest of the upper body, it's no head, is just like a shirt. Uh, so this, this kind of goes into more depth in it. This is, it's a well-preserved human torso of an Irish man from the Iron Age. Uh, it's held in the National Museum of Ireland. The body was found in an Irish bog, likely once a lake, in 2003, at the foot of an ancient hill that used to be used for kingship ceremonies. Uh, so it was mummified and preserved well enough to maintain most of its properties. Uh, they analyzed the stomach, and they found that the last meal, what do you think it was? potatoes wheat and buttermilk huh and four months prior a very meat rich diet they calculated that the man due to his arms 
due to his like wing spread, six foot six inches tall. Maybe he's a giant. And they think that um, he was extremely tall for the time period. I think he died between 362 BC and 175 BC. There was evidence that he was killed in his early 20s. Uh, the body was naked except for a wristband around his left arm, so we know he was in a grunge music. And <laughs> in 2014, the documentary suggests that the man was once a king and was sacrificed to the gods due to poor weather or poor harvest. And his head was cut in half and his body was cut in half. Well, you're either right or die. Yeah, I mean, just think about being a six foot six, twenty year old king in Ireland, and they're like, "Not enough potatoes this year, so we're I gonna have to very kill clear you." Clear by his stomach evidence, yeah. Well, he was eating meat all before, but I guess if, no potatoes. Maybe, maybe he's just rich, you know. Well, he was. I, I think that's why part of the factor that thinks he's rich. It's just insane to me that we can find these things. Like this body looks. This hand... It feels like something we should have found earlier, though. I don't know how much they're just fishing through bogs. Well, if they said they knew that that was a ceremonial site, why not search it? I just don't think you're expecting to find that. Like a perfectly preserved human torso. What are you trying to find there? Gold. I mean, if if you aim for the stars, you'll land on a cloud. If oh you, my god, an interception by Buffalo. Tony Romo's fifth interception of the game. This is going to... No, T.O. Force him out of bounds. Good point. Tony Romo's so bad. He's not great. I think they're going to win this game, though. I think they do, too. Yeah. <laughs> so... I love how, as the game goes on, it more comes into picture. Yeah, of what's going to happen. Oh, Jerry Jones is pissed off. Not Wade good. Phillips is double chin. You want to talk about Westworld? I do. Cool, because that's my only SAP MDB this week. Mine too, besides The Last Dance. What song? We'll talk about that here in a minute. Okay. I thought that this week's episode was exceptionally good. Yeah. I and it was I good. think that we're building to a very good... I mean, we all know it's been renewed for a fourth season. And I think it's going to build... I hope they at least give us... Like something to keep me hooked. I kind of want to just be pissed off at the end of three. Like leave me on a giant cliffhanger. How much Game of Thrones have you watched? All of it. Enough to feel like that's an okay ending. That's for sure. What do you mean? Not. I'm not saying pissed off at the writers and pissed off at the production value and like pissed off at what they did. I want to be pissed off because like I want another episode. So you want Ozark but better. Yes, because I want that in every eh, cliffhanger. You haven't even finished this season. This season, I have finished this season. Season three, yeah, that's a haven't watched one and two. Absolutely not. But so you have, yeah, you're the worst. (laughs) You're the you're the kind of people you fucking read about. Just the worst. Marshawn Lynch, carry off the left side. I thought Westworld. It was going nowhere. If you were curious, it was. Well, yeah, they're trying to waste clock. It uh, had a great fight scene in it, and I thought there was a, a small twist, but it, it revealed a lot of important information. Yeah. And it unveiled what's going on in the real world. I'm very happy with this episode because it surprised me enough that I don't have to sit there and like stew crazy conspiracy theories in my head. Which you love to do. That's wow. basically 90% of your day. 
Well, if you're talking about it, before we hit the last dance, go ahead and hit the music. So a couple weeks ago, I thought that it was very interesting that Russia had not posted a lot of COVID-19 information. And that's very Russia of them. But the reason that I bring this up currently, there was a Russian nurse just a couple weeks ago who was sitting in her fifth story conference window. Um, she's a mother of 47. Uh, well, she's 47 a mother, year old mother. 47 year old mother, mother of two. Yeah, correct. Okay. Sorry. She was on the phone with the government talking about how they handled the crisis and she jumped out of her window, made a phone call. No way. Yeah. She tried to fly? Well, I maybe the government told her she could. Out of a 57-story window, this woman died. Uh, just no explanation. Wait, how day. high was the window? Five-story. Okay. Did I say 57? Yes. Sorry, five. Five-story window. Enough to kill you, regardless. Yeah, and you land head first. Nurses have quit en masse from Russia's top coronavirus hospital in Moscow over poor working conditions and low wages. They reportedly quit because they were denied clean protective gear, food and adequate accommodations, and were not paid bonuses promised by Putin. The MoscowTimes.com. Is that writer still alive? <laughs> uh, Five-story window tomorrow, probably. Yeah, I mean, the Moscow Times is just not going to exist. Yeah, not going great for them after that story. Yeah, It's, it's just going to change to, like, the Moscow Journal. It just feels really good to say you're right. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're uh, Vladimir Putin, you get to say that all the time because it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, if you're Kim Jong-un mm. or Kim... What's it? Kim Ong-jong? I have no clue. First female dictator, though. Good for her. Of North Korea? Yeah. No, just in general. Of all, of all time ever? Yeah. First female. Yeah. Dictator. Like complete... Dictator, not... Complete dictatorship, yeah. Well, because, like, there's the queen. Right. No, no, no. Like, she has complete autonomy is also considered as a god. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, good for you, communists. Is, I can't believe Dallas is going to win this game. So, do you want to go move on to the last dance? Yeah, that is the last subject we have. Okay. So, episodes three and four dropped on Sunday night. We actually watched them in reverse order. Mm-hmm. Because we watched Westworld for, first. So we watched four, then three. I don't think it really matters that much. I mean, it kind of does. We just missed out on the crazy Dennis Rodman stories before it got to the, the part of Michael winning his first title. Some things I definitely thought were extremely interesting. I mean, we knew Dennis Rodman is a was a crazy partier and probably one of the best rebounders of all time. Those stats about his zero-point games are insane to me. His zero-point, 20-plus rebound games. He has five of them in his NBA career. The the next closest is somebody with two, and I we didn't even know who that was. I can't... That would be a good trivia question during the doc. It was. Wow. Yeah. Casey Jones? No, that was the coach. Yeah. I, I don't know, but it he... Uh, I think he had, what do you think Dennis Rodman's highest rebounding game was? 31. 36. That's not bad. That's like a team total. I mean, 31's not a bad guess. No, yeah, that's a good guess. 
that Vegas trip. I love that. I here's my thing. Here's my takeaway from the Michael Jordan went to go get Dennis Rodman out of Vegas scenario. How much of a boner do you have to be to be the guy who goes and gets people out of Vegas? I think that I no way they let Jordan go all the way to Vegas because he wasn't coming back either. I think Rodman was back because it was like Jordan got him in in his pajamas and brought him to practice and he Mm. was like there. So I don't think they like flew out there. I think Rodman had done his time in Vegas and was in his apartment with Carmen Electra in his bed. Yeah. Banana land. And him. I kind of forgot that they dated. He dated so many, like, extremely Madonna, hot Karma Electra, yeah. Just crazy. Madonna in the He's 90s. He's slinging the pipe. Yeah. Carmen Electra in the 90s. Carmen who still has it. just bad. Yeah, still, she's just bad. Still got that fastball. He also had the the clip of him just drinking the Miller Lite in the Love team that. parking lot and then getting on a motorcycle, no helmet, speeding off. I love him just drinking Miller Lite at all times. There's a point in time where I turned to Chandler and I go, is this pregame or postgame? While he's just drinking a Miller Lite and we had no idea. No clue. No clue whatsoever. And the can just looks tiny in his giant hands. And oh, he's just yeah. like drinking them. And it's like, yeah, he he legitimately could be going in to like get a workout in right now. Yeah, or no like one going know. in to like rebound, like, you know, work on his. He said he would go in. At 3 a.m. and he would drag his friends in and make them just throw up shots off the, the so glass. So he knew how they bounced from the yeah. rim. Yeah. He was talking about how he knew like Larry Bur- Larry Bird's shot had this kind of spin. So it typically bounced like this. And Mike's shot mm-hmm. had this kind of spin. So it bounced like this. And like Pippen, when he shot like this. The montage of him explaining yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. He's like, boot, click this way. The, up down that way i felt like i was almost watching community and abed was directing yeah and they go give me a montage yeah <laughs> you know it was a rebounder's dream to to watch dennis Rodman oh, yeah. talking about rebounds and i mean we everybody you have to live under a rock if you didn't know he's a crazy person i mean you just like not want to say crazy Wait. person like a crazy partier oh, you just okay. look at him yeah. you just look at him and you're like that guy parties he looks like a good time. Yeah. A walking good and time. And so it was just nice. It was it was fun to to see the like footage of him just like doing shots, mm-hmm. talking about like taking sake and having Carmen Electra by his side. And it's like I I've never seen that stuff before. What have you seen before? Not a lot. So I'm glad we're both shocked by the NFL draft. Hold on. We still got more You got more last We didn't dance even talk stuff? about episode two. The second episode, episode four. Well, I went out of order. It's very true. I mean, episode four started off with Phil Jackson being like, yeah, I take acid and I coached. That was where we came into episode yeah. four, just he to be was clear. Like, he was like, yeah, so, I mean, I take acid. I coached in Puerto Rico where the mayor just shot one of the officials. Awesome story. Just a fantastic story. Whenever we went back and listened to it, I was like, that's awesome. The mayor <laughs> shot one of the officials in the lower leg. So in hockey, that's a lower body injury. And the mayor's penalty was his punishment was he couldn't go into any home games for the, the rest, rest of the year. year. <laughs> it wasn't even yeah. Next year you're fine. And away games, <laughs> like more than welcome to go to the away games. I love it. It's craziness. And I didn't know. I mean, I knew Phil Jackson played, but I guess I just never put it together that he won two championships as a player. Mm-hmm. So he's won a thirteen total. He's okay. He's pretty good at basketball. You could say that. He's but, also like, uh, a, I love Native Americans and I love tripping balls type of guy. He does love his peyote. 
I think you think he looks like it. Him and Bill Walton in a room. Him and Bill Walton in a room. Are they really in that room? Oh, if Bill Walton and Phil Jackson hit a bong in a room, does it make a sound? Well, I don't think that they're stooping that low. I think they're going a little bit more high grade. Yeah, they're definitely eating like 500 milligram THC, like the stars. The if stars Bill of Walton death. and Phil Jackson both hit, hit salvia in a room, does it make a oh. sound? There you go. Uh, are there two bad trips or two good trips? I think they're always good. There's no way. They're, At least they're, one good trip, if not two. Think about this. Think about having one of those two. Think about having Bill Walton as like a trip setter. Why? It'd just be crazy. I don't, I don't want Bill that. Walton, your, your spirit guide. Bill Walton would trip me out, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, he's, he's too much. <laughs> I would just he look tripped, at him and be like, why tri- do you look like that? He trips me out. Like I'm sober. Yeah, you shouldn't need to be a human being and be that lanky. He's he's something else. Uh, and then we had on the second episode we saw. I feel like kissing Bill Walton is like kissing a skeleton. Kissing, hmm, that's interesting. He's he's meatier than a skeleton. <sighs> he also he's just seven foot. He's huge. Yeah, he's just lanky. I mean, Phil Jackson's I, big too. Bill Walton, Taco Fall, put them both in that category. Bulbul, those are some big fuckers. Yeah, you're just kissing skeleton. Fair enough. All of them. So, and then we saw, we got to see the bad boy Pistons and what real basketball, what what a real man's basketball game was played like. And they just openly are like, hey, we're going to try to rip Michael Jordan limb from limb. Yeah. And they, I saw the clip, uh, Big Cat posted it of Dennis Rodman getting in like the 98 Eastern Conference Finals. They're not Dennis Rodman, Scotty Pippen in the 98 Eastern Conference Finals getting elbowed in the head by Bill Lampier. And then Joey Crawford drug him off the court while play was still going. Yeah. I mean, like, that's they how they did it back fuck. in the day. Uh, well, you still had to go to your nine to five in the morning. That's true. You had to make a, a business, you had to make a, a good livable wage for the yeah, household. Yeah, you had to make a call. Uh, you know, somebody had to have their toilet fixed afterwards. <laughs> you got more white guy jokes? I don't know. I do know that Michael Jordan hates Isaiah Thomas. As he should. With a fiery passion. You know what? If I'm Michael, I also hate Isaiah. Why? I just, I worked my ass off for that moment. And I, you obviously were the better team and like you kicked our ass up and down the floor and then we finally get one over on you. Stand there and shake my hand. Yeah. I see. I'm a big, like I've always been sportsmanship. Like I'm, I'm trying not to be a sour loser. I truly don't care if it's like a one and done, whatever. But if it's like, there has been a continuous rivalry. I mean, there were years. Yeah. Like people understand like the Chicago people hated Detroit. The Detroit people probably weren't that concerned about Chicago to be all honest with you. I bet they hated him. They weren't happy with him, but they hated the Lakers more. They probably hated the Celtics more. No, they had already ran through them. Celtics were dying out by that point. True, but the Celtics have been kicking their ass. I mean, fair. If anybody was going to be a bigger worry, it was the Celtics who had already built that up. And then the same sense, the the Pistons should have given that respect to the Celtics. Yeah. I'm also like, I don't really care if somebody shakes my hand, but I'm going to shake yours. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I lost, I'll go through and shake it. But if I win and somebody walks away, it's like, I don't fucking care. Like whatever. I think that we've talked about this before with like me personally, like I am a, not a sore loser, but I am a bad winner. Yes. And you know, like I will, I a hundred percent want that whenever I win, but as a loser, I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and I like, if you want a I handshake, to, if you want whatever I'm there, I try to keep it like more personal and with like more with the people around me. Like I would rather celebrate it either. Like if it's a personal game, just like by myself or like with my teammates than like rubbing it in somebody's face or like getting the satisfaction from them. It's like, I'm, I'm just really- thinking of uh main guy just cheering that you went into the tree. Yeah. We went disc golfing this weekend and I threw it and I hit a tree and our friend Chris main was with us and he literally cheered. He was like, yes. When I hit a tree and I, I had to turn and look at him and be like, are you serious? I, I was think, kicking his ass at yeah, the time. It wasn't even like you were like, he was three and you were two. I had like two. a 10 stroke lead yeah. on him. Yeah. You were one by a mile. And he was like cheering. Oh, <laughs> anyways. So, so you're a sore loser. No. Oh, okay. All right. I hadn't showed one lick. Until that moment uh, when uh, you did. Jason went and touched down. When I wasn't Jason, when I didn't No, he was the sore loser. Do they, oh, they're going for two. I got to call this going for two right here before we get to the NFL draft. Okay, go ahead. I'm so okay. Cowboys just scored a touchdown. They're down two. It's 24, 22, 24, 20 seconds left. Tony Romo has somehow got the Cowboys through this game, even though they, he has five interceptions. Those knee braces are huge. Jesus, technology is insane. It's 13 years later. All right, well, they're, they're taking forever now, of course. Uh, Wade Phillips calls timeout. Okay, so I'm going to talk NFL draft. I love saying it. I was right about a lot. A lot. It was nice to sit there. It was and impressive. And sit there and be like, oh, wow, that's happening. Oh, like... Right off the bat, they pumped in the fake booze with Roger. Yeah. Like, that was one of the first things that I said they were going to do. Roger Dell also just straight up robot. It was very, very clear. Like, when he's sitting in the chair, he was just being weird. He was doing, like, fake high fives and hugs to this TV. And it was like, either he's, either he's, like, locked in a jail. That was either a jail cell. And there was, like, the actual people who run the NFL were like poking him and making him do something or he's just straight up a robot. I think he played into it, but I don't think he did it willingly. It was very interesting. Uh, I think it was the PR people being like, Hey, this would look really good if you did this. Yeah. So we had some great setups. Like I said, I was excited for Mike Vrabel with his two sons, one in the, uh, Frozone costume and the other with the mullet and the mustache. Yeah, the Frozone costume with shorts was a little odd. Just own it. Yeah, just like you got a small pecker, man. It's cool. It's fine. Yeah, so does everybody Welcome else. Welcome to white America. Yeah, so does everybody else, man. Okay, Tony Romo, single. He's dropped back by himself. Five wide receiver. Oh, four wide receiver, tight end. Throws up a fade. T.O. drops it. T.O. drops it. Oh, man. I, something else has got to happen in the last 20 seconds. So there was that. Cliff Kingsbury. The uh, Arizona Cardinals coach, immaculate house. One of the nicest things I've ever seen. It was insane. He was the one with like his foot on the table. No, I know who you're talking about. I just received some information that uh, 
just made me double check my life. Are you in the right headspace for that information? I'm not. You're right. Okay. Why don't we put our phones down? So then we also had Jerry Jones on his yacht. Like, hey, Jerry Jones, you don't have to rub it in our face that you're a fucking billionaire. I think Jerry Jones was more likely to be kidnapped than anybody else. No, he's the shadow commissioner. Oh, that that is true. That is true. That's a good point. It's like Jerry Jones was sitting on his yacht and he had satellite footage of Roger Goodell in his home. This classic Jerry Jones footage that we're currently watching is really interesting to look at because he is just dapper. He looks like a young Robert Kraft. You could say that. We had Tua had a great setup with his family. His family is very formal. Oh, what the? The Dallas Cowboys just recovered an onside kick. 20 seconds left. No clock ran off. That's kind of interesting. I, that is the biggest thing that I've probably taken away from these old school games is how accurate we are with the clock now. Yeah, it's just a lot, a lot better. It's, it's insane. Oh, the war rooms. Yeah. The war rooms were great. Andy Reid and his Tommy Bahama just looking great. Big Red. Hands off to him. He he knows how to uh, win over a crowd. Hands off, huh? Hats off. Hands on. Hands on that Five Guys burger he was eating later. Not oh, sponsored content. 100%. Uh, I thought the draft... Any other, you have any other thoughts? Oh, on the draft? Yeah. The very pointless thing that we do every year? I thought it, w- I thought it actually went pretty well compared to what I was thinking it was going to. I, I think that like we could keep this format... There are points to be made that are positive towards an online NFL draft, but I think at the end of the day, the NFL draft in its entirety is mostly nonsense. Why? Because most of sports media is nonsense, and so a lot of the overhype is nonsense, as well as a lot of the character uh, categorizations, and I mean character as in a skill set of their football profile and personal. There, is, I mean, I'll ability. give you a lot of the stuff in the draft, like the grades that come out. Nonsense. Like the grades that came out today and Sunday. I mean, they don't mean a damn thing. Yeah, I, I was seeing like freezing cold takes. Exactly, freezing cold takes just has a field day with this time of the year because they were just pulling back all the ones like Patrick Mahomes got a C plus grade exactly. when the Chiefs drafted him at ten, and then you see like the people who got the Jaguars got like six the Jacksonville Jaguars got like five or six A plus draft grades in a row because they were drafting in the top ten for like yeah. five, six years in a row and they kept getting these A plus draft grades. And it's just like I mean it makes sense that they would give it to them because those players probably did look really good in college, but like, come on. Come on. That's what they do. It's I it's all nonsense. Sports, give it five years. Media Actually, radio. my favorite that's my, why we shouldn't like fall into that. My favorite thing about the NFL draft is when they yeah. say, now this is a pick that's going to, re- we're going to look back in five years. It's like, why don't you just buy yourself some time, buy yourself some yeah. more time. It's like, I'll say that about every single pick. And it's like five years. If they're an okay player, you can be like, well, I told you that they would move above their draft. Grade. Yeah. It's like, well, now they're a consistent veteran. Yeah, exactly. You know? it's like, well, they're still in the, the average player length, mm-hmm. the average career length in the NFL is only three years. So, like, well, we're looking back. And Anybody it, could be Mel Kuyper. And then if they're if they're a bust, oh, they don't. In five years, you're not looking back. You know what you I mean? You don't care. There's no. Yeah, you're not pu- trying to pull up the data. You're not saving yeah. that clip 
It's so fucking annoying because you can just say that about literally every single player. And if and it, the ones that you're right about are the only ones that are going to make it to the media. Well, and that's why you gave yourself five years. And that's why it's all nonsense. I enjoyed it, though. I mean, it was better than I thought it would be. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it's I still, thought it was good. I mean, at I the st- end of the day, I still want the first round and maybe the second round to be in person. But I don't mind Saturday being like that. I'm disappointed that we didn't get any boats. But yeah. Like if no we did boats, the real, yeah, uh, like in Vegas, Vegas draft which they're that getting, they it, wanted, they're yeah. getting it back in twenty twenty two, and I think that uh, where is it next year? Do you remember? I don't remember. The Chiefs get it, and I think twenty twenty three, Kansas City, Las Vegas, and uh, some other place that shouldn't have it. The Chiefs are the Chiefs and Raiders have it soon. Uh, oh my God, To just caught a pass. They're at the twenty five yard line. Three, two, one. One second left for a field goal. This will be fun to watch. It's not in Chicago. Is it? No, no it was not. just recently. Yeah. But not it's recently. in a it's a similar place to Chicago. Hmm. And how you think of it. Do you actually know what it is or is that just nope. off the dome? I'm just telling you that I feel like the city seal seems very familiar to Chicago. You know what? I'm gonna figure it out. Who do you think do you know who your loser was in the draft? Yeah. Uh, everyone that participated. You don't have a specific team? Yeah, as I said before, I think it's all nonsense. So to pick a specific team that is a loser would be to further play into that nonsense. It was in Cleveland. Yeah. I think the, the Packers were probably the... <laughs> That's the same. I think the Packers were probably the losers. They took the quarterback in the first round. I don't know. Listen to this stat. I got sent this. By someone, you you know who sent it to me. Career touchdowns to first round picks. Drew Brees, 104. Peyton Manning, 293. Tom Brady, 105. Aaron Rodgers, 1. What? Yep. And it was... What, what does that mean? Career touchdown passes to first round picks. First round draft picks. As in they have thrown... They were selected in the first round the person and they that threw they it th- to them. The person that... Caught the touchdown pass, was drafted in the first round of the NFL okay. draft. Yeah, yeah, there there we go. That's the information I was looking for. When was Marvin Harrison drafted? First round, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that would just make sense with him. With 293. Yeah. Marvin Harrison and... Uh, T.Y. Hilton, Dallas Clark, Reggie Wayne. Yeah, was Dallas Clark, was he a first rounder? I don't know. The, those were like all the pe- those were the Colts players off the top of my head. There's probably a Broncos wide receiver. Yeah, Joseph well. Adai might have been taken the first round. He might have been a couple. I'm assuming Tom Brady. Like a lot of those are Randy Moss, and I don't know if Gronk was taken the first. No, no way Gronk was. Honestly, the only thing that I've really taken from this uh, Cowboys Bills game that we've been watching is. There's a good old poet that says, I drop my best shit like the Cowboys dropped Owens. Lil Wayne. And it just he's, rings true. He's Still not today. a... He hates the Cowboys, right? Yeah. I drop my best shit like the Cowboys dropped Owens. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we want to wrap up with a snack bracket. Oh, sure. If you want to. Yeah. Might as well. Do we have the flash poll results? Yes. Do you have them? Oreo. It is. All right. Well, that means... Let me do- I'll double, triple check, but when I looked at it the other day, it was Oreo. 
you do your thing on that one, and I will do my thing on the rest of it, because this snag bracket has been absolutely heating up. What? Oreo one. Yeah, you like you looked at your phone, and you took a nice little stretch back, put your hand behind your I head. I was listening to you talk. You were going off. Well, I didn't realize that you were just that comfortable with me spewing takes. So I was going to let you fire off a few. Oreo beat Cheez-Its at number five. Cheez-Its had a great run. I'll tell you what, this whole snack bracket has changed me into a Cheez-It man. Let's go. Alex, come to the dark side. It has been incredible, the sort of twist that I have taken and turns in the grocery store, left, right, back and forth with that squeaky cart, you know, just maneuvering it through all the pain and the straddles and the bumps to make it right to that snack aisle that has crispy Cheez-Its. Extra toasty Cheez-Its. Just fantastic. It's the GOAT. Can't deny it, but they did lose out to Oreos, number one. Milk's favorite cookie. On our other side, we have Doritos and Reese's. Who do you think won? Reese's. You're correct. Okay. Reese's has been on a tear. Yep. So we are currently at Reese's Oreos. That's going to be a good good matchup. I think Reese's is going to win. Honestly, I would like it if they did. I, I have faith. I think the people are going to take Reese's all the way, and they're going to be crowned the best snack. As an Oreo man, I feel like you would oppose that. I'm also a pretty open Reese's man as well, but Oreos are Milk's favorite cookie, and I and I milk. put out the video. Yeah, you're white, you're milk. Yeah. I put out the video of me doing the Oreo challenge. Oh, did you? If it, yeah. You going to break the record anytime? Maybe. You've been talking a lot of trash for a while. Well, I backed it up. I did it. Sure. You just talk and nothing happens. Well. It's like air flowing yeah, by. That's not what we're here for. Oh, deflect. Okay. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Is, you know what? I've never said anything and people have been like, you know what? We need to take that for gospel. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I've never been like, Alec Hensley, quarter of facts. That was a fact. That was the first one you've ever said in your whole entire life. Right there. Okay, Dallas is lining up for the kick to win the game. Somehow they've got there. Talk us in. And it's up, and it's good. This is the most pointless game of all time. I don't even know how they even fucking got there. It's a 53-yard attempt. True as all could be. They haven't even signaled. What's going on? It was too fair. Wade Phillips is on the field. Did somebody call a timeout? They just went from 20, they just put the final score as 28-24, which isn't possible. They counted it as a touchdown instead of a field goal, which is incorrect. Yeah, what an ending. Let's wrap this up. The people will never know. <laughs> Do you want to give them a better ending? I right, Here. Oh, Buffalo called a timeout. Buffalo called a timeout, so the kicker is iced. We are on pins and needles, folks, as we watch this final snap. You paid for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Dallas Cowboys to their kicker to seal the game at 43 yards against this ferocious Buffalo Bills defense. So we're lining up right now. We have number 14, Johnson, down to take the snap. There are two seconds left on the clock in the fourth quarter. The score is 22-24, Buffalo. 
And the snap is up. The kick he, is up. It it's is good. good. Just as true as the last one. Wow. Wow. Tio is running on the field like he did a whole bunch, even though he had five drops in the first half. Jerry Jones is somehow going to let Tony Romo keep this quarterback position, and Wade Phillips keeps his job for another game, for even though Jason Garrett will soon take over. Uh, There's a flag on the field, but we don't care. Edwards, Trent Edwards, sorry, man. Nick Folk has earrings? An earring? And Can we talk about Michael Jordan rocking the... Let's wrap it up. <laughs> That's enough for this week. We already talked about the hoop earrings yeah. that are just fly. He he only wears one. I don't care. I thought the same thing looking at Rodman. Good point. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Sneaky up.